My name is Jonathan Nato, and I'm a blind guy. And I'm Hamad Zaidi, and I'm a disabled guy. This is Limping on Cloud Nine. Yes, it is. And for those of you who don't know, this podcast is about my crazy, eclectic, sometimes ridiculously fun and sometimes tragic life. Right? <laughs> and and uh, every now and then we come up with new things for us to talk about, Jonathan and I. So today, Jonathan, I wanted to take you on a really weird journey because it was a really weird journey for me. I want to talk about how I wound up going to Guatemala for about seven or eight days. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, and it wasn't a vacation per se. I was going to the work, which I will discuss. But the reason I wanted to share this story today is to tell everybody out there to keep their options open in life. Because this is the last thing I ever thought I would have done. And it turned out to be just a magical journey that, that I really, truly loved. Okay, that sounds awesome. Yeah, so let's dive into it. My buddy Frank calls me and says, Hey, Hamad, do you want to go to Guatemala for eight days? <laughs> <laughs> and you're probably and like, like, probably like well, first I need to see where Guatemala is. <laughs> no, no, you know, you know, my response was, I go, of course. And he, he chuckled and he goes, I knew you'd say that, which is why I called you. <laughs> so my buddy Frank calls me and says, my friend Nancy, who runs Airline Ambassadors, wants a film crew to go film this young American boy who lost a family member in 9-11. Mm. So what I did is I said, well, I'd love to do it, but I can't run camera. I can direct, I can produce, I can write, but I can't run camera, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because I, I don't have use of both hands. So they said, great. Can you find a cinematographer? I, I, I called my good friend Steve Nelson. So Steve was my former student, great friend of mine. And was also one of my groomsmen. And you know, it's funny, for those people who listen to this podcast, every now and then I mention a story, and I say, oh yeah, he was a groomsman. And they're like, how many groomsmen does this guy have, <laughs> right? So, so let me just tell you, I had 14 groomsmen. Oh man, you, I, I was going to say, you know what, you probably aren't going to compete with my wife, because I, I want to say we had like eight. But man, yeah, you you, uh, you definitely beat us. <laughs> Yeah. Literally, I looked at the 14 guys that I love the most and who I wanted to stand up with me. And yeah, there's 14 of them. So That's anyway, awesome. <laughs> so I wanted to share a couple of moments on the trip that really changed my life because it really grounded me in reminding myself how lucky I do have it and how lucky all of us have it in the United States. Totally. Right. The first thing we did is apply over 1,000 school packets for children. In Guatemala, if you don't have pencils and paper, you can't go to school. Oh, wow. Right. So a lot of the kids in the villages want to be taught, but they can't go to school because they don't have pencils and papers. Now, granted, this story is from 2002, so things may have progressed since then. Yeah. But I'm, I'm telling you what happened at the time I was there. Yeah. So... 30 or 40 volunteers that came over with airline ambassadors are putting these kits together. And then we go to the school. And I'm telling you, Jonathan, I swear to everything that is our podcast, my friend, it was a tin shack. Yeah, yeah. And it was like 9,000 degrees. It was really, really hot. And I love warm weather. Like to me, 100 degrees is comfortable. I love warm weather. But God, it was hot. And 
there was this enormous barrel of water, and every couple of minutes, the kids would go and scoop out some water and drink it and go back to their desk, mm. right? And I'm just sitting here thinking, man, we've got air conditioning and heating and desks and, and books, right? Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. The, these poor kids are trying to be educated, and they have nothing, you know? Yeah. And it really brought it home. So to see those kids just really embrace books, it really slapped me across the face because I never embraced that stuff, right? Oh, yeah. We take I, it for granted. We'll, you know, we, we'll throw away perfectly fine pieces of paper or, like, pens and pencils. We'll just throw them away because they're in the way. But these kids would be hanging on to them with dear life. So, Jonathan, visiting that school up in the hills in Guatemala was really amazing, but it doesn't compare to what we did the following day. The, uh, the next day, Steve and I went to a village and we helped the airline ambassadors give one to 200 pairs of shoes mm. to young children, many of which did not know what shoes were. Wow. I started to tear, right? Because it was amazing watching these kids not know what shoes are and be hesitant to let us put shoes on their feet. Mm. Mm. So after about 10 minutes of filming, I looked at Steve and I said, hey, man, put the camera down, right? And we put the camera down and we jumped in and we joined. Oh, wow. Wow. Because I'm like, I'm not going to be an observer today. Yeah, yeah. And and it was incredible. It was amazing convincing a little boy and, and little girls to allow us to put these things on their feet that they didn't have before. Mm, yeah, they must right? have been like, what are you, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's funny because once, it's almost like it was, Jonathan, it was so deeply moving to watch these young kids get shoes on their feet for the first time and just run and realize that they could run faster, do more, and play easier with these things on their yeah, feet. Yeah, not worry about like stubbing your toe on rocks or, you know, whatever, yeah. yeah. And so that was really magical. But, you know, one thing that I can never forget, you know, every trip has a moment mm. where you just think, that's the reason I was here. Mm. And that moment was neither of the previous two. That moment happened a few days later. Mm. We met this young boy who was probably 8 to 10 years old, both of his arms, not just one, but both, were ripped off in a corn-shucking accident. Oh, man. So both of his arms were just hooks, hooks from his shoulder blade all the way down. Yeah, yeah. And the crazy thing is, Jonathan, that young boy was the happiest kid I've ever seen in my life. He was just smiles and was just so damn happy. Yeah. And what he wanted to do is we were on a playground and there's a basketball there. And I looked at him and I'm like, you know, he didn't speak English. So I was just showing him the basketball. I looked at him and I'm like, hey, do you want to play basketball? And we taught this kid to shoot baskets (laughs) with his with his with his hooks. Yeah. And Steve was filming this whole thing while me and um, this young boy were playing basketball. And. In, in case people are wondering, he did score a couple buckets and he did beat me. <laughs> so, and then after the basketball game, he looks at Steve and Steve looks at me and he goes, Hamad, I think he wants to shoot our camera. And he goes, what do you think? And I said, I don't know, man. We do have insurance on it. Let the kid try. And it was so cool, Jonathan. It was so cool. 
Steve, I didn't do it because it's you know Steve's the the expert of the camera. Yeah, yeah. But but Steve taught this kid how to run a digital camera. No kidding. And and he, and he taught this kid how to shoot, right? And it was just really magical being on that trip, especially those moments because I met kids who cherish going to school. Mm. I met other kids who were so blessed to have their first pair of shoes. And the whole trip wraps up with me meeting a young boy who had hooks for hands and was one of the happiest people I've ever met in my entire life. Mm, mm. And, and it really made me think, you know, you didn't come here just to film, you know, the young American boy that I was there to film. It's funny because we've talked through this entire podcast and we haven't even mentioned the reason I was there. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, exactly. You know what else is really funny, Jonathan, is that whole experience in Guatemala led me to one of the largest projects I've ever done, which I will, I'll share at a future date. And none of that would have happened if I hadn't gone to Guatemala. <laughs> Man, that's interesting. Yeah, you know, so it's funny that uh, a crazy little trip to Guatemala launched an enormous opportunity just a few months later, which makes me think the whole point of me sharing this story today is, you know, keep your options open, people. You never know where life is going to lead you. I bet my wife looks at me every morning and says, I never thought I'd wind up with that guy. <laughs> but... Strange things happen in life, right? Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I, I got, I met and married my wife because of leaving my options open. Like, it was just, uh, you know, nothing in the universe happens on accident. But, you know, I, we kind of had this mutual friend, and this friend, this mutual friend gave me her number and wanted me to call her, and I was like, I don't know. And I ended up calling this mutual friend, and then Becca was at the same house she was at. And, uh, you know, she was like, oh, this is my friend Becca. You should talk to her. And I, so I started talking to her, and here we are. You know, 50, 20 years later, being together and five kids later. And, uh, you know, if it weren't for that, just that what seemed like a random act, you know, which it wasn't. But if that wasn't for that, I, I wouldn't be here with her. Everything works in different ways, right? Yeah, absolutely. And, okay, everybody, that's what I have to share today. I just wanted to wrap up and say, remember... Keep your options open. Life happens if you allow it to happen. And um, everything can be rosy if you just allow it to be, right? Absolutely, yeah. You just got to roll with the punches. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> roll, roll with the punches and get back up. Exactly. Right? <laughs> so, so, Jonathan, you want to take us home? Yeah, everyone, thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading, finding us on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, YouTube, everywhere else imaginable, Vimeo, Daily Motion. We thank you all for listening on whatever it is you choose to listen to us on. And, uh, you know, thank you for everyone downloading and, uh, you know, participating on Twitter, Facebook. We, we appreciate all the comments and everything that everyone's been uh, sending in lately. So uh, if you want to get a hold of Hamad, Hamad, how can they hit you up? Oh, the easiest way is to reach out to me on info at limpingoncloud9.com. They can also reach me at Hamad at limpingoncloud9.com. And it's cloud nine with a number. Just know if you contact me. It's me giving you a response. It's not some other service. <laughs> right. so I wish we had. <laughs> I wish we had that budget, but we don't. So if you have any questions or comments, please, please feel free to reach me. 
If you have any for Jonathan, just send it to info at, at limpingoncloud9.com, and I'll get it to him immediately. Yeah. And uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. And thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. And we will talk to you next episode. See ya.